good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, the multicultural mess and secular scam, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, hello, and I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. I've just come from a walk and I was walking as usual and out there in the sky was, you know, I just glanced up and there was the moon. Uh, it was a quarter moon, not a full moon or a half moon. It was a quarter moon. And I was like, wow, the moon is so close. And it was and was shining so brightly. And I'm like, it was so close and so beautiful. And I'm going, hmm, wonder why. And then I realized, oh, my God, there is the equator. There, sorry, equator. Um, there is the Indian space lander, the orbiter that is orbiting around the moon. The space lander is about Vikram. The space lander is about to land on the moon. And I was for a quick second. I wish. I. I wonder if I could see it. And I'm going. Oh my God, that's a joke. But I was so filled with pride, and and I couldn't believe it. I was watching the moon. And it was shining brightly and it was as if it was saying to us, to me, hello, hello there, uh, how are you? Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm almost ready to welcome your, your, um, uh, your a neighbor, uh, a member of your family to my home. Uh, welcome to the moon. Um, you know, my home is your home and, and welcome. And it was as if it was telling me, it was talking to me. And I, I, was, I was mesmerized by the beauty of the moon. And it's gorgeous. Um, it always is. And ladies and gentlemen, tonight, um, hopefully history will be made. But the very fact that the Israel scientists from India have embarked on this mission to go there. We are close by. We, are, we, we have uh, maintained our... Uh, trajectory, um, Israel's about to make history, and it's already making history. It doesn't need to land on the moon to make history. The very fact that there's, there's an orbiter from, uh, from India, so, you know, orbiting the moon, and a space lander that's near the moon in the, uh, in the landing orbit uh, is something that is of great, great importance and great, great um, inspiration for all of us. Um, and for every single person on the, human, on the on the planet, but specifically for people from India, and I stand here and I sit, or I sit here and I say to the scientists and administrators of ISRA and all those who've contributed all these years, congratulations that you've come so far. We are so proud of you. Whatever the result, it is not easy. We understand. You know, don't fret. Whatever happens, whatever the outcome, we are proud of you that you've made it so far. That is important uh, for you. Um, we, we, it is important for all of us. Um, and 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 that there are not many countries have gone to the moon. Four countries, three countries have landed with before, but uh, to even to uh, to try. To try to attempt to go so far is, I think it's about 400,000 kilometers, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's what someone said. But look, um, 
it is a momentous day, momentous occasion, whatever the outcome. We um, are unapologetically proud of our Israel scientists, the entire mission, from right from the 1950s onwards, uh, Vikram Sarabhai and, uh, and all the descendants of the Israel scientific mission. Uh, you make us proud. Um, and to the future scientists of India, um, you know, go ahead, go ahead and try whatever you want to try, uh, because, you know, uh, space is, is for everyone and it inspires all of us and it will take us um, into a different galaxy one day. But we have to make these small steps today for in order to make these big leaps in the future. So, uh, you know, enjoy this day. Um, be unapologetic about it, be, be uh, uh, ecstatic about it, um, and, and so on and so forth. Now, a lot of people, I just want to go back into the history. Because we're talking about uh, the moon, we, I want to talk about astronomy. Uh, we know Vedas, the Vedas, which is uh, typical to India, our civilization. The Vedas means knowledge, and knowledge in the ancient world meant astronomy. The The English word knowledge was actually the knowledge of astronomy. Why? Because the planets, the cosmos is who we are. We are the cosmos. We are the creator and we are the creation. We are part of the creator because the cosmos is the creation of the creator. It's an extension of that creator. Aham Brahmasmi. We are an extension of the creator, so we are the creator, and the cosmos is the is what the Ahambrahamasmi is, is what creation is. And once we understand the cosmos, we understand the alignment, we understand the planet, uh, we understand who we are. And we've known that for thousands, ten thousands of years. Someone just said on, on, on Facebook, uh, someone said, um, you know, um, Everyone says Galileo invented the telescope, but how did India has been, um, you know, worshiping and and teaching about astronomy since ten thousand years if they didn't have a telescope? Of course, we've had telescopes. Of course, we've had uh, missions. Of course, we've had uh, we have uh, shastras, treaties on uh, on. Um, spacecrafts that are part of our shastras uh, and you can see and you can go into our, um, our ancient texts and you'll see shastras based on uh, aer- astronomical uh, aeronautical shastras based for uh, astronomy and if we have um, we have um, aeronautical uh, treaties uh, we build these aeronautics that means we also had telescopes and all these high machinery machinery once upon a time not only that we've also had um, we've also had telescopes because otherwise we would not be worshiping or aligning ourselves with the planets with astronomy um, and that is the basis of our Vedic civilization so I'm just going to talk about the nine planets in Hin- in, in Hindu um, or Vedic astronomy we call Nav- Navagrahas um, now um, it's it's a major part of the um, the Navagrahas are a major part of the Hindu astronomical sphere. 
whose origins date back to the Vedic period uh, and it's concerned with the placement of the nine planets, one of which is the moon, and their influence on the world and the individual. According to Hindu, uh, Vedic astronomy, the position of the planets when a person is born determines his potential in life because we are a cosmic field, we're an energy field, our chakras are part of the energy field of the earth. So we are born in a cycle, in, 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 a, in, a, in a vortex. So that's important. The nine planets, collectively, we call them Navgrahas. Um, they are, um, you know, considered as deities to Indians. Uh, and by understanding them, by aligning with them, uh, we can uh, balance our magnetic field. And uh, most of them are found in temples and faithful believers pray that the Navagrahas, um, the, sorry, they pray to the Navagrahas before they pray to any other deity. Out of the nine planets of the, of the solar system, seven are named after planets in the solar system and two are named after demons who manage their way into the group by trickery. They are called Rahu and Ketu. Uh, depending upon their location in the planetary system, they are deemed either auspicious or inauspicious. And while the Navagrahas are found in, in every temple, there are some temples that are solely dedicated to them. One such temple is the Navagraha temple located in the outskirts of Ujjain. Now, credit for this article that I'm reading is the templepurohit.com. You're most welcome to go onto it. So, templepurohit.com. So, um... In Hindu astronomy, Navagras can affect a person's happiness, success, and all-round prosperity. A good, bad, and positive negative influences of each of these nine planets are a result of factors like their specific location of the planet um, or their birth. And planets possessing a sattva nat nature are Jupiter, Sun, and the Moon. Planets bearing a rajas are Mercury, uh, Venus, while those planets possessing a Tamas nature are Mars, Saturn, Rahu, and Ketu. Um, they have specific powers, nature, characteristic qualities, depending upon what each one offers. Now, I'm just going to go briefly through these planets, and so we'll talk about these planets for everyone listening all around the world to understand uh, how we've come to today and how the Vedic astrology, Vedic astronomy um, is a huge part of our Vedic life, our Hindic life. It's very, very important. You go to the temples in India, you'll see uh, parts of these uh, Hindu astronomy, uh, our Vedic astronomy. And that's why it is so important to us. It's so important to us. It's not just, you know, well, it's another mission. It's another, uh, you know, um, you know, financial mission or scientific mission. These are the basis of who Indians are, Hindus are, and they are very important for us in our uh, in our lives, in our daily lives. And we revolve around this. Our um, astronomy, our, our philosophy is about balancing our magnetic cosmic field. And that Aham Brahmasmi, our cosmic nature, we are an extension of the creator, of the creator, is 
is our cosmos, is our astronomy, and balancing this is everything about Dharma. Dharma is based on this. And so this is why we talk about it. This is why this day is so important. And I'm just going to go briefly through it, and you can research it as much as you want. So we have Surya, the sun, in, a, in the group of other planets. Um, he's, Surya is normally shown facing towards the east, standing in the center. And around him... Um, there are iconographies of the Navagrahas, okay, the nine planets. And off that iconography, we have Surya, the sun. And uh, you will see it's in the center and the rest of the planets facing in all directions, but not towards each other. Uh, Surya is depicted um, as, as someone who rides a chariot with one wheel, while it, which is pulled by seven horses, symbolizing the seven colors of white light and seven days of the week. He is also known as Ravi. Next, we have the moon or the Chandra. That's why it's called Chandrayan. The spacecraft is called Chandrayan because that's the uh, uh, Sanskrit word for moon. In the images, he is never portrayed as a com- uh, portrayed as a complete person. Only his upper body with two hands holding a lotus. Each is riding a chariot, and he is riding a chariot pulled by ten horses. Here, he is also known as Soma. Um, yes, so that's one. Um, trying to find the location over here. Okay, then we have Mars or Mangala, and that's why our, our, our mission to Mars was called the Mangalayan. Mangala is a ferocious deity holding with two, uh, holding uh, his hands with two, sorry, holding with two holding weapons and two in mudras. His transport is the ram. Um, then we have Mercury, also known as Buddha. B- Buddha has four hands and rises and rides on a chariot or a lion, uh, to which three of his hands hold a sword, a shield, and a mace, and the fourth holds a mudra. The fifth one is Jupiter, otherwise known as Brihaspati. He is the teacher of all uh, creation and is praised in the Rig Veda. He is shown as sitting on a chariot pulled by eight horses, each showing one branch of knowledge. Then we have Venus, which is the Shukra, uh, teacher of the demons. He has four hands and rides a chariot pulled by eight horses. Three of his hands hold a staff, a rosary, a vessel of God, while the fourth hand is a mudra. And then we have Sunny or Saturn. Uh, Sunny is the god who makes or breaks fortunes by his planetary position, for which individuals fear him. And he is shown with four hands riding a chariot or buffalo or even a vulture. He has three hands in which he holds an arrow, bow, javelin, while the other other while his other hand is held is held in the mudra. And then we have Rahu. Okay, that's the eight and the nine. So eight is Rahu. Somewhat uh, looks like Buddha, but he's depicted uh, both. Uh, but. Uh, both of these deities are de- depicted um, in a manner that differ in fundamental nature. Just like how Buddha rides with a white lion, he's shown as riding with a black lion. Um, 
And like Buddha, Buddha, he carries all the same weapons. So the ninth planet is Ketu. It is also negative. Uh, in Sanskrit, Ketu means a comet. It is said that he is he has a tail of a serpent in his body and his nature, very much matched to that of a comet. In pictures, he is shown riding a vulture and holding a mace. Um, and so those are the nine planets for you. The elements of the um, of the Navgrahas, uh, the, the elements are tatvas, so space, air, fire, water, and earth. Um, and the space is Jupiter, air is Saturn and Rahu, fire is Sun, Mars, and Ketu, water is Moon and Venus, Venus and the earth is Mercury. Um, now, whether, what's the nature of these planets? Jupiter is uh, of greater benefit, benefit. Uh, Venus lesser benefit, Moon and Mercury general benefit, uh, Saturn and Rahu has a greater malefic, um, Mars and Ketu lesser malefic, and the Sun has a general malefic. Uh, so, like I said, there's uh, many temples with, you know, depicting these Navgrahas or these nine planets, and a lot of them are in Tamil Nadu. Uh, you have the Surya Navagrahastalam, Chandra Navagrahastalam, Angakaran, Buddha, uh, Guru, Shukra, Shani, Ra- Rahu, and Ketu. Um, they're all in Tamil Nadu, my friend. Uh, so basically, those are our nine uh, planets, and that's who what we call as as Navagrahas. Very important in um, Vedic uh, Vedic sphere, Vedic sphere of knowledge, and that's why we we have we go to a lunar calendar and um, and the position of these planets, uh, our cosmos. Um, is so very important for our balance and you will always find Hindus uh, subscribing to the astronomy chart, astrology chart, because we are cosmic and our balance depends on the cosmos. So uh, my friends, that is what I wanted to talk today. A little bit of knowledge on uh, our Vedic astronomy, uh, which is so very important to us. Very, very important Um, in its we need to take every junction, make it into an intellectual laboratory so that we can heal, we can understand uh, the different aspects of life, learn from every junction, empower ourselves with knowledge and slowly rise up. So today is a great day for India, uh, whatever the outcome, uh, stand up, be up unapologetic and, 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 and raise your flag high. I'm sure you all do that. Uh, and if those who are not, uh, do join us, do learn a lot about uh, India, uh, um, as astronomical codes, her Navgrahas, and I am sure that you will be more enlightened as you go on. On that note, I thank you for your time. I wish you all the very best. Again, I wish the Indian scientists at ISRO all the very best. We're sending you all our energy, our positive energy, as much as positive energy. And like I said, um, you know, we, we are proud of you every single moment of every single day. Cheers, my friends. Stay safe and have a great day tomorrow.